0: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. All right, welcome again to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon Akaka, we Spirit of Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. And um, we have our services at 10.30 a.m. And we invite you to join us for a time of refreshing in His presence and just anticipating great things anytime we gather before God. God is truly doing incredible things in our midst, in the midst of, you know, all kinds of news. and, And some people may refer to this week or last week or this year as a mixed bag, but we choose to proclaim that whatever God does is good because he knows what is good and he defines and determines what is good and he sustains that which is good. So we praise God in the midst of turmoil. We praise God in the midst of uncertainty and we then act out our faith and um, exercise authority where we need to, and so Spirit of the Lord Church, um, we're we're making impact in the lives of people, discipling, and and bringing the word in its unadulterated form. And um, the last several months has has been great times, even at Bible studies Tuesdays at six p.m. We have. Uh, fellowship where we have a meal and then we study the word, we break bread and we, we break the word together. And they're seasoned men and women of God and we, we come together, um, as a family. And as the, the book of Acts talked about, the Christians did back in the early church and we just rightly divide the word. Um, so, so, so several rich, rich conversations, several rich teachings that have impacted and continue to impact lives. Um, last month and um, a part of this month, we've been dealing with the festivals of the Lord. And um, I want to just wrap up on this and, you know, just talk about Sabbath um, in a, a little bit more. We had mentioned that in previous in previous podcasts and editions of this show, but I wanna, I wanna really um, drive it home and um, to let everybody know that Sabbath is still relevant. Sabbath is still relevant. Now, that's not how I grew up. Um, I grew up with uh, the Assemblies of God, and um, I had the Pentecostal background, and I still do. Um, Foursquare Church is a Pentecostal church, but what we noticed. Um, When I started studying the Word with other men and women of God who had an understanding of the Jewish tradition and also an in-depth revelation as to what God said, about the Sabbath and still saying about the Sabbath that changed my worldview and that, that added to my knowledge that I already had, right? So in, in other words, as you progress in, in your, in, in grade school, elementary school to middle school to high school to college, there are some things that you learn right in elementary school which you build on so it's not that it's no longer relevant but you you get uh, you you start getting a deeper understanding you start focusing on the wise um not the generals and you dig deep and up till your phd you now you now narrow the focus to one specific area and then you you dissect every possible detail right that is within that subject and that is when you've gained mastery of, of of that topic or over that topic and in the same way as believers we need to get to a place where we gain mastery over understanding the word of God knowing what God is telling us and has said in his word and his word will never change because what he never changes he never changes he and he will remain the same that's the god we serve and we are we ought to be excited any time we hear that god never changes because guess what people change up on you real quick human beings change up on you You know, one minute they'll be healing you. The next minute they, they're, oh yeah, I knew, I knew about that. I knew about that. I didn't have any part. I, I, man, I, I wasn't a part of all that. And I didn't, I, they they would just change their tune on you. But God never changes his tune on us. And that's a marvelous thing. That's an amazing thing. So as we bring a close to this, um, Episode and as we talk about the Sabbath and why it's still relevant, let's keep an open mind. Allow the Spirit of God to just to to cause His Word to permeate you, and and ask that you know God would truly bring you the revelation from His perspective, because when we in interpret scriptures within our context and our perspective. We miss the mark. We miss the mark. And Jesus said that I tell you what I hear from the Father. So what we need to be doing is echoing what the Father is saying. And even Paul, lots of times in his writings, he would say, I, but not the Lord. That is his perspective. So he made certain to distinguish his personal viewpoint and perspective and preference from the word, which may, means that it's not mandatory. The God, the way God deals with me may be different from the way God deals with you, but then the The core of how he works with us and the truth of his word and what he's doing in this season remains constant and can be noticed across the globe. And so as believers, we just get excited about the fact that God never changes. He remains the same. And we want to tap into that realm of Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today and forever. Um, Hebrews Thirteen eight. All right, and Malachi three six also talks about the fact that I, the Lord, do not change. So, if anything at all, it is we that have changed. It is civilization that may have changed certain things, um, and it could be also the fact that we may have gone through some um, some some trauma. In in life, and also a shift in perspectives, where there are different ideologies, right? The the Greco Roman um, culture has infiltrated and changed um, what God's perspective is, but God's perspective is always going to remain the same. Always going to remain the same. Hebrews thirteen eighteen says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so why do why do we need to really observe the Sabbath? Now, I also want to mention that Jesus said that Sabbath was made for man. So Sabbath, God intended for it to be to our benefit and not man for Sabbath. So in other words, our focus should be on ourselves when we observe Sabbath. But then then, as we recoup from rest and all that, we focus on the God who is able to continue to bless us. And and, and last Tuesday, we, we had a very powerful time studying the Sabbath and Coach Joe Heizel did a Brilliant job, as he always does, teaching about the festivals, and he's also very gifted in other areas where he's taught very accurately on purpose, on on passion and, and some other things. As believers, how do you how do you get that uh, your passion to work in? And and so, if you if you're interested in some of the materials that we have, you can reach out to us, the Spirit of the Lord. 1001 at gmail.com, Spirit of the Lord, 1001 at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to respond to you uh, quickly. Now, I want us to go to the text for today, uh, Matthew 5, 17 to 18. It says, I do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until it is all accomplished. Therefore, 19, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, we know one aspect of greatness. One aspect of greatness is that we become servants. So, servanthood is equal to greatness in the kingdom. Now, the servanthood also has to be qualified with the right teaching and observing the, the laws, right? Observing what the commands. Now, this text is telling us that, and Jesus is speaking, right? He's He didn't come to do away with the law. He didn't come to, what, abolish the law. So the law that existed in the Old Testament, Jesus came to just complete it. But he completed part of it because there is a reason why he is coming the second time the second appearance of jesus brings the completion and the fulfillment of the law so in other words even though paul talked about we are under grace no longer under law that means that the grace of God is sufficient, right? Unmerited favor is available to us. And God looks at the work that Jesus did on the cross and says that, wow, now you don't have to execute every, every, every detail, but you have to fulfill the righteous requirement of the law. And Jesus summed it up. He said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, everything that is within you, and then love your neighbor as yourself." Those are the righteous requirement of the law, and and really, Jesus also said that the law of the the law hangs on these, the prophets and the law. Everything hangs on those two commands, and Jesus did not do away with the other commands. He now, when we love the Lord with all our hearts, we're not going to steal, we're not going to cheat, we're, gonna, we're not going to um, you know, bring an, a false God before uh, before our maker. When we love the Lord with all our heart, we, 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 we're going to make sure that he's happy and we're following his command. So when you love someone, you do everything to make sure that they're happy. In the same way, when we love our neighbor, we're not try to hurt, we're not try to gossip, we're not try to break down, tear whatever it is, right? And and so there's certain things that we practice as as human beings that become contrary to what Jesus taught, and even what the law of Moses taught. So so you don't just Turn on someone and become hostile to them overnight because of something that you heard or because of um, their misgiving. Because in the same way that we married grace, someone else merits grace, it doesn't mean that we condone or we, we, we compromise. No, there's no place for compromise, but there's a place for love. And even when we talk about justice, when we talk about um, all these social um, uh, dilemmas that we're going through and, and seek redress, there has to be love that encompasses that. There has to be love for the other person who is even in error. Because without that, we miss the mark. Without that, we'll be, we'll be avenging judgment or or seeking avenge and God says that vengeance is mine vengeance is mine says the Lord but I digress let's go back to the topic of our conversation now Jesus said that not one letter a stroke shall pass from the law until it's all accomplished you're listening to Isaiah 61 this is Pastor Solomon Aquaka We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. Thank you for joining us. This is Jan Markell, and next on Understanding the Times Radio, I play a message by Pastor Jack Hibbs on the importance of the pre-tribulation rapture of the Church. As the world darkens, we have a blessed hope, the imminent rapture of the Church, and it could be today. That's next on Understanding the Times Radio. Listen to Understanding the Times every Saturday morning at 9 on AM 980, The Mission. I have made you to spawn in my eyes. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church, and we are proud to sponsor Isaiah 61. And um, we wrap up the series on the festivals of the Lord as we uh, really dive into why the Sabbath is necessary. So Jesus said that not one letter, not one jot or tittle, tittle, as some of us would know it, would, be raised, would be done away with until everything is fulfilled. Now, as we talked about in previous episodes, we, we realize that Jesus fulfilled some of the words that were spoken concerning him. And he's coming back. He's coming back. Because at the trumpet sound, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we shall all meet up with Jesus. We shall all meet up with Jesus. We shall all meet up with Jesus. Oh, what a glorious day. What a glorious day it would be. And then he is coming to rule for a thousand years. Now, why? Why are we talking about the Sabbath? Because it's rest. And God intends for us to rest from being creative, from creating because he did that. And so, Observing the Sabbath is also a way of saying that I want to be like God. I want to stop creation. and I, But more importantly, I want to obey God. Because it is good for me. It's good for us to observe the Sabbath. It's, it's for our good. Sabbath was made for man. And the Bible says that whatever God does is good. He even... He even looked at what he did, what he did um, for six days, and he said it was very good, very good. So, so God doesn't want us to go, get into these debates about what is who is right. Or it's about His command. And for those that I need to be aware that there, there are several mentions of Sabbath uh, and and and. Uh, the apostles in the book of Acts observing, you know, the festivals of the Lord. But let's look at um, Acts thirteen forty two and 43. It says that, so when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Right? Um, verse 43. Now, when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of Yahweh. Verse 44, on the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of Yahweh. So you you, you notice that there was a tradition not to depart or deviate from the Sabbath. But then it's also not an an error for Believers to assemble on the day of the Lord, the day that Jesus resurrected. That's nothing wrong with that. But it it doesn't replace the Sabbath. So Paul also taught about the fact that if it's if it's if you observe this day to be holy, you can observe that. Okay, we don't need to argue about that. So uh the the, the details of it, you know, can can become a little murky and we don't want to meddle in that. We just want to see how do we follow closely every teaching of the word of God? Not what we've interpreted, but every teaching. Now there's a place for interpretation. There's a place for being able to understand and getting perspective and knowledge and and remah, right? And now we're... Uh, a a word in season but see that's a part of it that's part of it so because because the bible talks about the word of god being the sure word of prophecy so all these other things that we get the gifts of the spirit and we're manifesting in the different graces of god what we encounter is an addition to what the core is so without the core scriptures and found foundational scriptures you know, all these things are not truly beneficial because we need to build on a solid foundation solid teachings we need to we we, we need to focus on the foundational doctrine and a lot of us unfortunately um may not have grown up in a context where these things were taught because um they may have been relegated to the back seat because someone thought that it it was not relevant or not applicable to gentiles but now we've been grafted as gentiles into the vine we we've been grafted so so deviating from what the vine has is saying as a branch doesn't work. It doesn't work because we've been grafted. So now God sees us as Jews because he doesn't see Jew nor Gentile. He sees us as one. So we have now been grafted into the family of, of faith. And Jesus said that I came for the lost house of Israel, but now the grace appeared to all men and also included us. So that makes it very abundantly clear that we shouldn't neglect Jewish tradition. Luke 4.16 says that, So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Jesus followed the Sabbath. And the Sabbath is is good for us because we are able to rest and we're able to you know, obey God and more importantly, be like God. We participate in the kingdom of heaven on earth now when we do that. Father, I pray that we will see the truth of your word um, and know that Sabbath was created when you rested and you called the day holy so may we find within ourselves to rest and grow in the grace as you enlighten our understanding we give you praise we give you glory in the name of jesus amen